All right, guys, what's up? What's up? Father's Day 2021 Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast in the house in honor of Father's Day. I got a little joke for you, man. I got a little joke, a little something for you. What did the two pieces of bread say on their wedding day? It was loaf at first sight. guys well i'm back i'm back again man i did a podcast this week earlier a shorter podcast and i'm starting to get regular i'm starting to be regular again i've been taking my metamucil i've been getting more fiber in my podcast and diet so uh so i'm back i I decided man it's father's day it's something that i want to speak i need to speak about it a little bit you know it's something that uh i don't know man it's something i got some experience in i've got a little bit of experience in being a father i've got a little bit of experience in being a good and a bad dad i don't think that i think that being a dad man being a father i think that uh i don't know man it's it's something that i don't think any of us do perfectly you know what i mean i think i think that that i've learned a lot and i think that i kind of grew up i kind of grew up man I think having kids kind of made me grow up a little bit in some areas that I need to grow up in. And like, I don't know where I would be today if I wasn't a dad, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tooting my horn and saying that I'm a a great dad by any stretch. But, but all I'm saying is like, if I didn't have kids, like I probably would not be in very good shape. You know, that's just me being honest with you. Yeah, because, like, I think that when you have kids, there's, like, a there's like a selfishness that you need to deal with. If you want to be, if you want to be a good parent, it's not about you anymore. That's like being a good dad or a good mom. You know what I'm saying? That ain't about, it, it ain't about you anymore. Once you have kids, like, they didn't ask to be here. That's how I look at it. Like, these kids didn't ask to be here. You made the decision to bring them into the world. And even if you're like, I didn't make the decision to bring them into the world. Well, you made the decision to do something to bring them into the world. You know, you, you made the decision for the, for the, to make the sex, you know, to bring them into the world. And so, you know, that's on you, buddy, you know? And, And I think that, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of good dads and there's a lot of bad dads. And I think that the good dads, what separates the two, you know what I mean? What separates the two is, uh, is that, uh, is that a good dad is always trying to put his kids first and he considers his family in the decisions that he makes, you know, large and small, you know, because you can take, like when you're making decisions in your life, I know that the difference between me making decisions before I have kids compared to now is like, I used to always just think about myself, you know? And so I would make the decision that was best for me. And now 
that I have kids, that kind of has changed some stuff. You know what I mean? Because the right decision before I had kids might not be the right decision now that I have them, you know, because I've got to look out for them, you know, I've got to put them first. And I, like when I use that as like a, like a way to make decisions, I tend to make better decisions. You know, when you, when you consider other people, when you consider other people that are close to you in your decision making, I think that you kind of tend to make better decisions, you know? So it might be a little bit different for me than uh, a lot of dads because I'm a single dad. I know there's a lot of single dads out there, man. And, you know, my hat's off to you because it's, it's, it's like you don't work out with their mom. You know what I mean? Like the relationship or the marriage or whatever it is doesn't work out. But um, that doesn't mean that you're just off the hook. You know what I mean? And I think that you see that sometimes. And it's kind of sad when, when marriages or relationships dis dissolve. Like, you know, a parent. And a lot of times it is the dad kind of acts like he's single again. Which he is single again, but he's... It's like he gets off the hook with a bunch of parental stuff. And that ain't cool, man. That's the time where you need to engage more. You know? That's the time that you need to dig in. Because they didn't ask to come into this world, number one. You know? You did the deed. And then, like, man, it's time to man up. It's time to be a man. And so, I don't know, man. I'm not real big on Father's Day. I really don't like... I really don't like Father's Day a whole lot. I don't know why. It's not... I don't know. I don't know. It's like, oh, thank you. The, my my kids want me to get diabetes for Father's Day. They bought me so much candy. Just straight up candy, man. Like, I got two big bags of gummy worms. Like, some Snickers. Some other stuff. Like, a blue... One of them blue Pepsis. And, like... I, I just looked in the bag and was like, man. You know? <laughs> Gee Willikers. Look at this. Now, I'm probably going to eat it, you know? I ain't going to lie. I'm, I, I want to be honest with you, you know? I probably am going to eat it. I hope that I don't eat it all really quickly, you know? Because that would mean diabetes. And I don't want to, like, I don't want to go on insulin, man. I don't like getting shots. I just don't like needles, you know? A tattoo, like, I have tattoos. Tattoos are kind of different, because people are like, how can you say you don't like needles and you have all the tattoos? That's a little bit different, man. A tattoo's like in a little gun, and it, it's just different than a shot, like seeing a syringe coming at you. You know, I ain't trying to be, I ain't trying to have insulin, you know? If I did that, I would just like... If I had to be on insulin, I would just pretend like I was Kurt Cobain. Like, I would get, have my insulin in a little, like, the works, you know, like heroin addicts have. And I would just be like, oh, Courtney broke my heart. And then I'd just shoot up my insulin and then just lay, like, fall out and pretend that I'm having a heroin experience, <laughs> you know. But uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. 
you know, you got to plan for stuff. You don't want to be caught off guard in life. You need to think about stuff and make plans. That's my plans when I get diabetes. But, uh, but hopefully that's a far off, as they say in the old country. But I mean, happy Father's Day, man. I know it's painful to some people. That's another reason I've read. It's like the more holidays you have, you know, the more holidays you have, like there's holidays you can't do away with, like Christmas and Thanksgiving, okay? And you can have your Halloween. That's fine. But all this extra stuff like Mother's Day, Father's Day, that's just time where people that have lost them people or that have deadbeat parents, that's just the time for them to be in some kind of pain. You know what I mean? Like feeling bad. I've seen stuff about people and I've heard stuff about people struggling, you know, on Mother's Day and Father's Day because they've lost them people. And it just makes me kind of bummed out. I'm like, why we even got to have this, man? And I know you can't cater to every everybody because there might be people that's like, February the 4th is a rough day for me. You know, but yeah, that's when I lost my granny. Um, But, I mean, I know you can't cater to every single person, but it's just kind of like, I don't know, Father's Day. It's just like greeting card companies sell stuff. And people get a lot of stuff, you know, I guess they spend money. I guess it's a, it's a, I guess the stores like holidays, you know, cause they can sell a bunch of stuff. But anyway, anyway, it's just, I, I think it's real important. I think being a good parent is like good and bad. Like I get off, man. I get off track. I, I get off track and sometimes I'll be selfish, you know, sometimes I'll be selfish, but as long as you always use that as like your end goal, like, and you always veer back toward, it's kind of like you run off the road, you know, and you hit the little bumpy things, the little mini potholes that they put on the side of the road. Like you hit that and then you're, you pull it back onto the road, you know, as long as you're always pulling it back toward the direction you want to be going in, you know, that's all any of us can do. You know, that's all that anybody can do. Ain't nobody going to do it perfect. Ain't nobody going to be a perfect parent. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to get some gray hair. You're going to lose your temper. You're going to, you're going to show out. You're going to have to apologize to your kids. Never be too proud. Never be too proud to, to apologize, man. Cause sometimes you're wrong. And sometimes you got to apologize to them little people, even when you are still mad at them. You know, because you don't want them to grow up to, to, you know, not be not be able to admit when they're wrong. You know, I think that admitting when you're wrong is important to do, you know, especially to your kids. You ain't got to do it to other people's kids, you know, because other people's kids suck. <laughs> you know, they just, uh, I could never be a teacher. That's why I could never be a teacher, man. Like, I don't like other people's kids a whole lot. I mean, some other people's kids are cool. Like, my nieces and nephews. Like, they're all right. You know, and some kids are funny. But just random kids. You know the kids that you see? Especially the kids that that pick on your kids. Like, if somebody bullies one of your kids or calls one of your kids a name or smarts off at one of your kids. Like, it's just like, I'll slap you. You know <laughs> 
<laughs> mean, and it's like another kid. Like, I'm not saying I would put my hands on Glenn Dykstaff so that he put his hands on another person's kid. I'm not saying that I would really physically do that. But in your mind, see, in your mind, you do a lot of stuff. In your mind, let me tell you something. In your mind, you do a lot of stuff that you would not do in real life. You remember that Dean Martin song, Standing on the Corner? Standing on the corner, watching all the girls go by. See, and that song, I think it's that song where he says, you can't go to jail for what you're thinking, but you can't go to jail for what you're thinking. See that? Hang on, let me take a drink of my Powerade. I got some red Powerade. I really didn't want Powerade. I want water, but they want $2 for a bottle of water. And so I could get like a 32-ounce Powerade for night. Man, yesterday, I was up in North Carolina for an event for one of my kids. And it was like in a coliseum. And I just went up to the vendor. And I was like, let me get a Diet Pepsi. Like a bottle of Diet Pepsi. And she rang it up. It was like $5 for a 20-ounce bottle of Pepsi. I was like, golly, that's crazy. I better enjoy saving this Pepsi. But uh, what's I talking about? was talking about oh dean martin that song you can't go to jail for what you're thinking and that's crazy to me because it's like dude you're talking about watching girls on the corner but you can't go to jail for what you're thinking what are you thinking what are you thinking man you know like and you you look at it like an innocent dean martin song but what i mean what are you thinking that you would go to jail you know what i mean i don't know if i want to go down this path you know was dean martin saying you can't go to jail for thinking about rape you know i hope not i would hope that you know somebody like dean martin good wholesome you know family entertainment from from back in the what was it the 60s probably that that song came out and he was with the, he made all those movies with Jerry Lewis you know I would hope that he didn't sing that in a song and mean it that way you know I hope that he didn't sing about rape and be like you can't go to jail for thinking about that buddy but I mean I'll say that you know we all have thoughts we all have thoughts, especially when another kid picks on one of my kids or calls one of my kids a name. You know, I have thoughts, you know, they ain't good thoughts, but you can't go to jail for thinking them, you know. And so, I, I mean, I think that that's the sign of a good parent, you know. I think that you're protective over your kids. You're protective over the ones you love, you know. And uh, it's important. Man, this podcast is just it's all over the place sometimes. You know? Sometimes I just want to drive home like I want to make a point. And I'm just like walking around like a kid just staring into the sky. And not knowing what's going on. But anyway, happy Father's Day. I say all that just to say happy Father's Day, man. It's a good, I mean, that's just all I want to say about that. You know what I mean? But, uh... Anyway, I want to tell you guys about something that, uh, you know, I've, I did, I talked about, I've talked about on the last Glenn Thing stuff. I was talking about getting back out there, man, put myself back out there, being vulnerable, doing a little bit of dating. And, uh, so that's what I've been doing, man. I've been, uh, I've been 
talking to people and I actually um I actually went on some dates and I want to tell you the story all of uh, of all of it because the heartache I mean the heartache happened it was mild you know what I mean it was a little bit of mild hmm I'm bummed <laughs> you know and it lasted a couple of days and it wasn't comfortable I didn't enjoy it but then afterwards it's funny all right it's funny so I'm gonna tell you what happened all right so so I was on this dating app right and I'm not I I, I I haven't been real active you know because I usually stay on one or two of them but I'm I haven't been active especially over the last year you know, with all the pandemic stuff going on, but I've gotten a little bit more active, you know, since summertime's getting ready to hit, everybody's vaccinated, not everybody's vaccinated. Oh Lord, let's not open that political can of worms. Don't you know that the vaccine makes a magnet stick on you? It makes you turn to a refrigerator is what it does, Glenn. Okay, I'm glad that you you learned that on TikTok. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, what I was even talking about, oh, like people are getting out more, you know, people are more comfortable. Um, there's a vaccinated people that are getting out and then there's the people that thought it was all a conspiracy and they're all out there anyway. So everybody's out again. That's what I'm trying to say. Everybody come together right now in Walmart. And uh, so everybody's getting out. Everybody's being a little more comfortable now, letting their guard down a little bit. Let, let's go out and swap spit with some strangers. You know, seems like a good thing to do now after being locked up all this time. So, uh, so anyway, what what happened was um, I started talking. This this girl said something to me. She said something to me, and. That's how the conversation, she kind of instigated a conversation. And um, so I st- we started talking, right? We started talking. We started texting each other. We started, uh, we started, um, we talked on the phone. And we started, you know, making plans to, to get together and go out, you know? And it seemed like we had really good chemistry when we talked on the phone and when we were texting. So we had a date set up, right? We had a date set up and we're like, all right, we're going to go out together and do something. We're going to go out and and hang out and get something to eat. And I was like, it's all good. And she was like, on the day of our date, um, on the day of our date, I was like, I think we'd been talking for like two weeks, right? And it's like, all right, we're finally going to meet. And uh, And so on the day of our date, I'm like, you know, are we still on for tonight? And uh, and she was like, I'm getting sent home from work with food poisoning, right? And, and uh, you know, I was like, I understand, you know, sometimes people get sick. Um, okay, you know, and I wasn't, I, it was like, it was like, uh, but it was like one of those things where I was like, is she blowing me off? You know, in my head. And I was like, is she blowing me off or is this like a legit, is she really sick? Well, then the next day she was like, I texted her like in the morning or the afternoon or something. And she was like playing softball. You know, she was like, I'm playing softball. So I was like, hang on, man. 
Hang on, man. Just hang on. Like, say, you had food poisoning real bad yesterday, but today you're playing softball. Okay. Okay. It could have been mild. It could have been mild, Glenn. Don't judge. You know, but my head, like, I'm a really, I overthink things, right? I, I just do. That's my nature. And so, in my head, I'm like, all right, sh- did she blow off my date last night? Did she, was she really sick? You know, but then, like, why is she still texting me today? Is she just somebody that blows you off, but she's too nice to just stop, ghost you and stop texting you? You know what I mean? And I was just like, okay. And so we made plans. Uh, we, we, we talked, you know, another week. So we're, we've talked a total of, we've talked a total of three weeks, right? And we're like, I was like, do you want to uh, go out this weekend, you know? Cause she was like, I rain check on when she got sick. So I was like, all right, well you want to, let's go out this weekend. So she was like, all right. So we went out, um, we went out, um, to, uh, we went out to eat. We finally met. Right. And it was like nerve wracking. First dates are nerve wracking. I ended up parking by no parking sign, like directly. I parked directly by no parking sign, like not a few, you know, parking places away on the street, I park like directly beside it. That's how I was like, man, because I was like, I like this person. I like this person. You know, she seems to like me. And we finally met. Right. And we met and I had to leave the waiter like a nice tip because it was a Friday night and we sat there for like three hours talking, you know, and I know that they hate when people probably do that on a busy night. So, uh, but it went really well, you know, it went really well. I was like, man, that went well. And so like, I took her to her car and was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'll shake your hands. You know, if you like, I don't know what, what do you want me to do? I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Cause she just got done telling me about all these horrible dates, first dates that she had. And I was like, I don't want to make this person uncomfortable. You know? So I went to shake her hand. She was like, she acted like she was insulted. So, you know, we hugged each other. And then she was like, you can, she let me walk her to her car. She said, you can, uh, you can call me or text me, you know, and I would like to go out again. I was like, all right. And so I was thinking like, I'd already made some plans for Saturday because I was like, in my head, I was like, this is going to be a one and done. Yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be, because like on first dates, how many first dates end up being something? You know what I mean? And so I was like, this is going to be a one and done. I already made plans Saturday. And so, you know, when I got home, we started texting and, and I was, she was like, how about tomorrow? You want to go out again? And I was like, oh, okay. You know, she wants to go out again. And so we went, uh, I said, well, let's do something, Right let's do something. I said, let's go play putt-putt or do something like that or go bowling or something. And so, uh, it was kind of rainy. So we ended up like, uh, we ended up going bowling and, 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 uh, and I drove up to where she lived in North Carolina around where she lived and, uh, or the town she lived in. And we went bowling. We met this bowling alley, which I haven't been bowling a long time. I really like bowling, man. But I never thought about how many fingers have gone in those holes. Like, how many fingers 
have gone into those bowling ball holes. You know what I mean? I just, every time I stuck my fingers in them, I'm like, how many fingers have been up in these greasy holes? You know what I mean? And, uh, and it, it, you're not 100% comfortable. You're not 100% comfortable on those dates. You know, you're just not. Like, on first and second days, like, you lie, man. If you just don't care. Like, I'm comfortable with myself. I really am. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm not... I don't put on. Like, if it, like the Glenn that I am, just normally, I'm not going to put on. I'll get a haircut for you, and I'll take a bath, you know, and not stink and I'll not that I walk around stinking but I'll like it's the best version of myself that there's gonna be you know what I mean I'm not gonna put on any extra I'm not gonna act like something that I'm not I'm not gonna be like some alpha male walking around with my chest poked out like a like a douchebag you know what I mean I'm not gonna be any of those things I'm gonna be sincere you know because that's how I just that's how I am and uh, and I appreciate when other people are that way with me, right? And so, I mean, all you're looking for when you're dating, man, all you're looking for is you're just, you got to roll them dice, you know, because you're looking for love, you know? You're like, I would like to experience love, which I would. It would be something nice to do, you know? It would be nice to experience somebody that cares about you and loves you, you know? And so you got to roll the dice. You got to blow the dice and roll them, you know? You got to blow them little square marbles and put a little moisture on them from your exhale. And you got to roll them, you know? And and all you're doing is you're just looking for somebody else to blow your dice in life. You know, you're looking for somebody else to roll the dice with. You want somebody else to blow on them, though, because you're tired of blowing on your dice by yourself. You know, I'm tired of blowing my own dice before I roll them. Somebody else needs to blow these dice you know, and we can roll them together in life, you know, and bad things will happen. I just want somebody to love me when all the crap happens in life, you know, all the horrible things happen, you know, I, that's, that's what it is. I don't want to have to do this, live this miserable life by myself, you know, I want somebody that I can be sarcastic to, that I can talk about other people with. You know, that I can make fun of strangers, you know, in public with. That's all I want. Blow these dice, baby. Let's roll them. See what's going to happen. Let's see what's going to happen, you know. So that's what you got to do, man. That's every every first date that you go on. But you forget about that. You forget about what it's like. You forget about what it's like when you ain't been in that world. You know, it's a struggle. And it takes work. You know, it does take work because you're like, oh, no, I got to do this thing, you know. But if it's somebody you like, see, the second day, the second day, I was like, man, I'm looking forward to this because we vibed. Right. We vibed. And and I was like, this is going to be nice. I'm a little more comfortable. So we went bowling. She was like, I should tell you that I'm not a very good. um, I'm not a very good winner. Because I because I gloat like she'll she'll talk a lot of smack when she wins. Well, when she told me that, I was like, I ain't gonna try to let you win, you know. Because in my head, I was like, I shouldn't try to let her win anyway, 
Yeah, because it would be obvious, because I'm just not that good of a liar. So, you know, I'm not going to try to let her win. But when she told me how she was, I was like, I ain't going to listen to that all night. So I'm going to try. I'm actually going to try to win, right? Um, And so we played three games, and I won the first one. And then she won the second one, and then I won the third one. Like, I won the third one pretty good. And so I was like, yeah, I beat her. Good. And then um, she wanted to take me to, like, this little neighborhood spot. And she was like, when we walked out of the bowling alley, she was like, you want to ride together? I was like, yeah, we can ride together. And so she came and rode with me, right? She came and rode with me, which I was like, that's pretty good for, for a lady because, like, she must feel comfortable, you know? She must feel comfortable enough around me just to be like, this guy's no threat. You know, maybe that was it. Maybe she was like, I could take this guy on, you know, but it was like, I, it made me feel good because I was like, man, you know, I guess I'll, I, I, I like, she trusts me to enough, you know, to want to get in a car with somebody that you just kind of met. You've been talking a while, but you just, I mean, honestly, you just met me, you know? And so we went and we got something to eat and then uh and then I took her back to her car and uh she was like call me when you get home and all this stuff. And so that was a Saturday and then we texted on Sunday, right? And on Sunday I was like, you know, I'm or it might have been Saturday. I was like, I'm going to do something funny. I'm going to order her a bowling trophy, like a second place bowling trophy with her name on it, right? Which I did. I ordered her with her name on a second place bowling trophy. Kind of an inexpensive, sweet and funny gift, you know? Because girls like thought thoughtful crap like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so uh so that's what I did. Um I ordered her a second place bowling trophy. And uh and so we texted Sunday and Monday. We texted all day. And on Tuesday, I sent her a good morning text. And then on Wednesday, no. Yeah, on Wednesday, Tuesday, I sent her a good morning text. Tuesday afternoon, I texted her again and didn't get a response. And then Wednesday, I texted her in the morning and then I was like, man, that's it. Like, I texted you Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, and Wednesday morning. Good morning. How you do? Have a good day. And I didn't get any response. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to do. And I didn't get any response, right? And so I got ghosted. It was my first time I've been ghosted like that. Like, nothing. And this is like somebody that approached me that wanted to go out with me again. Nothing happened. I didn't say anything. So, like the wheels started going in my head. Like, did you meet, did she meet somebody else? If she did, that's fine. Just tell me, you know what I mean? But then I got to the point where it's like, if she didn't tell me and she just acted this way toward me, I don't even care what she has to say. I started feeling like them kind of feelings, you know, like and I was like, come on. And then to make matters worse, then the bowling trophy came in the mail, right? 
like midway through this week. I got the second place bowling trophy getting delivered to me. And I'm like, well, this is worthless. You know what I mean? Like, why did I even order this? But it's kind of funny if you think about it, you know, like I got a second place bowling trophy with some woman's name on it that I beat at bowling, you know? So, I mean, what I could do is I just, the next person I go out with, I can take them bowling. And if they beat me, I'll be like, nope, next. And then I got to find somebody I can beat. And then I just have that little plaque replaced. You know, I could do that. Or I could just hang on to it, you know, and be like, just display it. And when people asked about it, I'll be like, oh, that's a lady that ghosted me after I beat her at bowling, you know. But I don't know, man. That's what people are weird. And then you're, it's like, well, she's never married. She doesn't have, she doesn't have kids. She's a little bit younger than me. Maybe that's why she's single. You know, maybe she's single because she's just quirky and just like, it's just, it was weird because there was a sincerity about her. She wasn't real shallow. She was kind of awkward a little bit like me. And I was like, man, yeah what's the deal, man? You know, like, are you just scared to like people? Like when you start liking people, something that was weird though, something that I did think was kind of odd is she threw me up on, she threw me up on her Snapchat, like a picture of me. I was bowling and she took a picture of me and she told me after she did it, she said that she put me on Snapchat. And I was like, that's kind of weird because I know that she broke up with her ex boyfriend of like a couple years six months ago because he didn't want to get married and she wanted to get married so I was like am I being used to kind of try to make somebody jealous is that what this is you know um and maybe it worked you know maybe her little plan worked because y'all females be doing some stuff like that sometimes because I would never I don't I mean I would never put somebody on social media to like selfie our first date you know maybe i'm reading too much into it man i just thought it was like what a great story what a great way to kick off my dating career for this year you know and we're already halfway through the year but i mean i'm not gonna let that hold me back i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie like the last podcast that i put out a couple days ago what day did i put that out wednesday I think that was Wednesday. Like that was me kind of feeling kind of shaky and kind of feeling like the beginnings of them feelings. Like, mm, I'm sad, you know, because I like somebody, but at the same time, it don't take you very long because we just talked for a few weeks, you know, and we went out twice. It, it ain't going to take me long to recover from something like that. You know what I mean? Don't cry for me. I'm okay. You know, but it did kind of suck for a couple of days. Not bad. I was just like, man, dang it. There's some, there's some, well, I mean, that's one less person in the world to weed through for me, I guess. I don't know. But that's my, that's my dating story for you. How exciting is that? Glenn, that's lame. <laughs> well, I mean, that's my life, man. That's my life. I'm a dad, man. I'm a dad, so, you know, when I get a little bit of excitement, that's it. I went out with a gal, stuck my stuck my fingers in some greasy holes at a bowling alley, and uh, and then she ghosted me. She ghosted me, man. 
Never happened. Never happened to me before. And I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever ghosted anybody before. I've always given some kind of explanation. Sometimes it's short and sweet. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's a longer explanation. If I've been talking to you longer, I feel like I owe you a longer explanation. You know, but I mean, I'll give you an explanation. If it, if I don't think it, it's going to work out, I'm not going to waste your time or have you sitting there wondering. You mean you, you might not like it. You know what I mean? You might not like what I have to say, but I mean, you can't, if somebody, if you're not right for somebody and that's how they feel, you really can't be mad at them. You know, you really can't be mad at them because that's just, I mean, live and let live. That's what I say. Yeah, life's too short to, to to get caught up in that kind of stuff. So so I'm sitting here like a jackass with the sand, with a second place bowling trophy with somebody else's name on it, because I'm the winner, so I'm number one. So so that's that. You know, I get to walk away from that little exchange that we had, two ships passing in the night. I get to walk away victorious, right? That's how I get to walk away. Your ship got to, like, wear a, wear a cannonball or a bowling ball, rather, went through the side of your ship. You know, that's what it might have. I mean, that might have, she might have been like, dang, he just showed no mercy. No, I doubt she, you know, said that. But anyway, yeah, so that's that. And that's all about all I got today. I don't need to, I don't need to expound on that any further. But a uh, special shout out today. I'm going to shout out a podcast, 8750 Podcast. If you ain't listening to these guys, man, to get out of town. Don't even talk to me. Don't even look at me. After you finish listening to this podcast, you need to look up 8750 Podcast. That's the numbers. It's not, don't try to type it out like E-I-G-H-T. No, 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 no. Just the numbers, 8750 podcast you can look it up in apple podcast wherever you get your podcast i get mine on apple some on spotify spotify is not the best platform for podcasts i don't think just i don't like i don't know man it's like when i'm listening to spotify and i'm doing my gps like if i'm driving somewhere because that's when i usually listen podcasts like it will when the when the lady starts talking on the GPS, it'll just cut off the podcast and I'll have to hit play again. So I don't like that. That's too much work for me. But eighty seven pod eighty seven fifty podcast, um you got Reed, Yef, and Ace, right? And and you can look up on Twitter Yeti F at Yeti I think it's Yeti F. Um on Twitter, and uh, that's where you can follow them on Twitter, but it's just a real cool podcast, man, and I like podcasts where you might have, like, a topic, and you kind of loosely just, like, talk about it, because that's kind of what I do, like, I'll get an idea, and then I'll just kind of ramble about a couple things on a on a podcast, and I like that because there's more, it's kind of like you get to it feels like you get to know people more if they're just not reading a script and it's edited to death and all clean and nice and wrapped with a nice little bow on top of it. That's why I like these guys, man. That's why I like this podcast. So 
you need to uh you need to support 8750 podcast you need to leave them a god dang review and you need to you need to it needs to be five stars and you need to type nice things after you listen dude you ain't even got to do it till you listen to it just listen to it first and then you'll want to type nice things and be like dang where's the 8750 been all my life man it's like Glenn has been keeping me on life support on Glenn Think Stuff and then 8750 comes along and that's like I mean that's like good <laughs> I just drew a blank. I just <laughs> That's what, man, that's why I could never be a politician. I'd be in the middle of a passionate speech about something, and then I would just draw a blank and be like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what I was talking about. But, uh, you know, that's why I will never run for public office. That, among other things, you know. I'm too busy trying to keep all the skeletons, the skeletons in my closet. But, uh, but anyway, you need to listen. That's a dope podcast. 8750. You need to check them guys out for show. All right. So, uh, so anyways, I'm not going to give up, man. I'm not going to give up on the dating game. I'm, I'm going to, I don't know, man. I'm going to keep pressing forward. You know what I mean? Because I can't let it get me down, you know, because I know that, Somewhere out there, there's somebody, you know, that that is as desperate as me, which I'm not desperate. I'm not, there's there's those kind of people, but then there's the kind of people like me that's like, I think being single is great because you can just do whatever you want to do. You know, the companionship or whatever, yeah. I mean, just love. I like to experience that. I think that that's what it is, you know. I like to know what that's like to have that be a reciprocal reciprocated you know i think that that would be uh um that would be a good experience i think but i know that there's stuff that comes along with that i know that you gotta take the good with the bad so uh so i mean i'm not gonna give up i'm not gonna give up there'll probably be some more duds in my future you know which i'm used to I'm used to the milk duds, you know, but what you gonna do? What you gonna do, man? All you gotta do, that's all you, you can't, you can't give up till you're dead. When you're dead, you get to give up. Until you're dead, you gotta keep on, keep on getting hurt. <laughs> that's what it is, man. You just gotta keep on putting yourself out there and getting crushed. All right. All right, good talk, good podcast. Have a good week. Peace out.